Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Bradley Cooper arrived early for his 30th high school anniversary reunion, Germantown Academy. I don't know if anybody else really accomplished and went to Germantown Academy. And I have to look it up. Whenever this comes up about accomplished people, not just famous like a celebrity or athlete, I always go back to Cheltenham, which has fallen down quite a bit, as the winner in that, in our area. Now, you go to New York, and some of those places have, like, uh, the guy who split the atom first, the first heart transplant guy, you know, um, Nobel Prize winners, five of them. Yeah. And then two or three uh, athletes. Uh, Cheltenham had the Netanyahu's, Mark Levin, Reggie Jackson, and the second guy that did the heart. Not the first, but might have been a little bit more successful with the heart transplant guy. Yeah, so Those are the ones that I know long. of with Cheltenham. You know, uh, I have but, a couple of Germantown if you want it. Yeah, Germantown Academy? Yeah, uh, Bradley Cooper. Right. Uh, Brian Roberts, who's the head and CEO of Comcast. He went to Germantown Academy. Yeah. Okay. Alvin Williams, former Villanova. Great. Later yeah. Uh, you really falling off the cliff there. The Crippen from... family. A great family of swimmers. You're really falling, dredging here just to get to the How finish How about an Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court, Owen Roberts? Owen Roberts. Owen Josephus Roberts. He uh, led the two Roberts commissions, the first of which investigated the attack on Pearl Harbor. Wow, that's yeah, way back that's a, that's when he went name. there. Yeah, that's uh, decent. I think they're laughing over at Cheltenham on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I think they might be. And in New York, I mean, there are schools that have like household name athletes, celebrities, and then the uh, intelligentsia. So we have one of those. I, I usually do that once a year, and I just happen to see Bradley Cooper. So Joe Biden, and doing it now on a slow news day, I don't know how that helps him. He has pardoned thousands, if not substantial number of thousands, that have been convicted of marijuana charges on federal uh, lands and in Washington. I don't think he can do it in the state, so the federal land and in Washington. But he also said there were people that got sentences that were too severe. And as a result of that, he's commuting them or downgrading them. Now... Look, to be honest, uh, I, I got to say, uh, I'm not bang out of shape about this. Trump did some of this stuff, and I didn't like it then, and I don't like it when anyone does it. Remember that woman in Hannity, Dan, had her on. Oh, this is great. She was a drug kingpin for like 20 years. And they were saying, well, it's nonviolent. <laughs> you know, let's, let's go easy on the pardoning power here. Uh, the people that on the marijuana thing. It's, it's not a big deal, but the argument could be made in this regard. It was against the law then. So maybe minimizing it or whatever. Is that really... i got to see if there's anybody out there, though. Here, here's the thing where I feel what they're citing is probably not true anymore. Is a marijuana conviction, just for use, a hurdle still to employment? In other words, if you have a marijuana conviction... Is that going to be something that yeah, is going is. to be? You think it is? Yeah. Well, like if you're being, if it's, is it a misdemeanor or a felony? Because there right. are jobs that just straight up won't hire anyone that has a history of felony. Right. So if you have a felony 
usage charge, which I don't know exists, but I can see. I don't see how you would have a felony though. Yeah. I'd have to look. It's federal crime. Was it a, yeah, was it a felony then? Yeah. I mean, if you're up to the felony range, I think then you're dealing in some way, shape, or form problem. Did you know that Biden pretty much legalized marijuana nationwide under the radar and it's out there in stores? Like, nobody knows this. Absolutely no. So in the farm bill, uh, Joe Biden passed a resolution in which that you can now sell THCA, which is the acid of THC, which is the little uh, crystals that you see on flowers before they're lit. Mm -hmm. So you can now distribute THCA as long as it's not full THC. Well, all THC is THCA before you put a flame to it. So if you go into a vape shop in Philadelphia, they'll have on the counter now Mm -hmm. nuggets of legitimate marijuana. It's being sold just over the counter uh, legally to anybody who wants it. No ID needed, nothing. You could, well, you need an ID to show that no, you're old I, enough to buy vape stuff. But right. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that, and I don't think Everything there's... says 2018 right. Farm Bill compliant THCA product. I don't think there's any political traction for Republicans. In fact, one of these yo-yo Republicans from a yo-yo state starts going crazy about this, Dan. Let's not give them any ideas. <laughs> and then they tarnish all Republicans with it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you go anti marijuana at this point, you're not getting any young voters. Right. I, I apologize. Right. Yeah. Thing. No. No. I, I, exactly. Like no. Even people I don't use marijuana. It's just although it's the mer- most persuasive guy on some of the downside of marijuana that I've ever heard, and I, I don't think anybody would beat him in a debate, is Christie. He's very good at it, talking about how today's marijuana is probably different. Uh, I saw I saw the effects of it when I was teaching on kids. Not. You know, that they turn to harder drugs, lassitude, things of that nature. I think that's a real thing, potentially. There's definitely anxiety effects, too. Yeah. So, I mean, there are real problems with it, but America's voted on this. Which brings me to something when I saw this with Biden this morning. Here in Jersey, what have we seen? And if you're in Jersey, you got to tell us. Dan, you may have uh, some, since you're in Jersey now, but... In other words, what has happened, I have not seen a big uptick of anything. Like, do we know at this point, are they bringing in, you know, they were saying they're going to bring in $50 billion a year or something in tax, some crazy number. Is it a booming industry? Remember in the beginning, we see all those lines? You don't see them anymore. Are people getting marijuana delivered in Morristown? Remember we were talking about Morristown, that's one of the places featured. How many towns have passed ordinances saying, no, you can't have a marijuana shop in our town? Wildwood still has not approved it. Atlantic City has. I don't know if any of the other short towns have. And the question is, why? In other words, there's not a huge attack on it, but there's not an embracing of it as just, you know, like a bar or something like that. So I'm kind of unclear in Jersey, big picture. I'll tell you the worst thing that it did, and it's because of how progressives like Murphy and his former attorney general are. You know what it is. Instead of just saying, all right, New Jersey wants marijuana. Oh, no. They said these racist cops now can't prosecute adult minorities. So what are these racist cops going to do? They're going to go after kids. Remember that? And we saw two summers, including the last summer, where Ocean City and these other places were hit because cops have lost their moral authority to tell them to move on and stop acting up. Ocean City, why would they have to pass more ordinances this past uh, summer? Which is ridiculous. That, to me, is probably the biggest unknown about all this with marijuana still is I'm not convinced that there's any test that can tell, uh, as we can with alcohol, whether or not the person is impaired, you know, other than if they're really impaired. Dan, you have anything on that? I mean, those are some of the things that have played out that I'm not sure so July where we through are. September of 2022, yes. New Jersey collected more than $7.7 million in taxes on cannabis purchases. Um, that was the most recent report I could find. With August 22nd of 2023, there's a story that uh, Phil Murphy proudly announced that the money that's coming in from marijuana sales didn't announce the exact amount, but at least $5 million of it is going to grants for community organizations designed to uh, re- reduce and prevent violence. But we yeah. often see in Philadelphia organizations mm-hmm. claiming to reduce and prevent violence and just take the money and run. But only $5 million, what, what I mean is this has not been this uh, bonanza. 
And uh, I said that, that I didn't think it would be. I'm not sure the marijuana they're selling versus street marijuana, what's happened with it. But it just seems to have died as an issue. We don't hear anything. You don't hear any new uh, part to it in this big experiment with it. So uh, Biden doing this on a slow news day, that doesn't make sense to me politically. Uh, this would be helpful. But running against Trump, is Trump going to come out as anti-marijuana? No, not really, even though he strangely doesn't drink. I've always thought that is kind of a weird thing. I know the brother, the alcoholism. Uh, so since the recreation sales began, this is from November of yeah. 2023, since it began, $39 million in sales tax has been collected. Okay, $39 million is nothing to sneeze at in one year, in one year and one month. No, 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 so that's since, since recreational sales began. Was, when, when did those begin? Was it this year? You said November. No, I'm sorry. This report is from November of this year. Okay. It says since recreational sales. It seems like it's been a year. It was 421. Uh, launched New Jersey, 420. I think it's a year at least. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it's nothing to sneeze at, but it's not, you know, it's not this bonanza. All right, so 855-839-1210. So it's about oh, two and a half years, yeah. That's not so good then. That's about 18. Uh, no, no, 2022. All right, it, it's so maybe twenty-five to thirty million, thirty million a year, something like that, yeah. give or take. All right, nothing to sneeze at. Every bit helps. What's the downside of it? I don't know that we've seen yet, or how they keep statistics. Colorado in the news, and Colorado was the first. Well, and I want to see the accounting of it. Yeah, like like where's this money going? Because right. I I come from the market of Atlantic City, uh, mm-hmm. where we were told in Atlantic City that if you put money into the CRDA Casino Reinvestment Development Authority, all the right. tax funds from the casinos and all will be reinvested into the city of Atlantic City, and right. you saw none of that. Yeah, and there's been questions as to where's the casino money going. I got right. questions now. Where's this marijuana money going? Yeah, without a doubt, it has been a big nothing to put it mildly. Nothing on the upside, downside. It's just under the radar screen. All right, uh, 855-839-1210. You got the side question. We got some really good ones on Twitter. Uh, I just happened to see this, and uh, I'm going to take off the board, of course, um, uh, Colonel leaving um, uh, MASH. All right, that we talked about that the other day. That's one would be taken off. So, yeah, we all get that one. It really didn't do too much other than to say he was in a plane crash because he really wanted to be in the war. There was nothing overwhelming about it it's just that people believe he actually died and they're sending letters and all that to uh mash that's why it was a story but uh, the one that i saw that was a winner was the restaurant scene with michael shooting the corrupt captain and Salazzo, who really resembles or the former governor cuomo resembles Salazzo. he could play him in a heartbeat all right uh, a couple of other things to uh to uh i uh, give you, uh, Dan, this is cut nine. And this is an interesting story as we end of the year. Here's Kid Rock firing off yesterday at Megyn Kelly saying Bud Light made a mistake, but we don't need to kill them. First off, I love Megyn. We've been friends for a long time. Um, but she, she's got this one wrong. Uh, saying me and Dana don't speak for conservatives. Neither one of us ever said we did. Um, you know, I explained myself before on another program about Bud Light. I'm pretty sure they got the message. Do I agree with what they did? F no. And we held their head underwater for quite some time, and we heard them. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not someone to keep punching somebody when they're down, when there's a whole lot more companies deserving of this treatment. And, you know, I, and Dana has told me specifically, as a very good friend of mine, about you know, the things they've done through the years with Folds of Honor. So has Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, for that matter, and countless other things. And I'm like, I get it. They made a mistake. All right, I don't need to kill him. All right. You know what, buddy, Dan? Am I sniffing fraud here with Kid Rock? Am I sniffing fraud big time with the UFC guy, or is he right? I think it's a little bit fraudulent there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe some money exchange? Yes. Uh, you know, maybe a tour coming up. Dana White, it's, what, a $100 million contract with uh, mixed martial arts? No, the reason why we're keeping up on Bud Light, Kid Rock, it's not about Bud Light, per se. This is the most successful conservative action that was taken. And maybe it continues to send a message to these others. And I hate to do that. You know, we hate to be in this boycott thing. But what do you do? When you see 
the actions of a company like Bud Light. There's not too much else you can do. By the way, uh, I'll play you the uh, cut of this guy in a minute. CNBC had on a guy who is the Rail Association president, I guess, of all these groups that depend on uh, trains. Because of the nonsense of Biden and illegal immigrants, listen to this nugget of the day. They've closed down the rail lines there around Eagle Pass and these places, Dan. And this guy in the CNBC uh, clip says it's uh, resulted already in hundreds of millions of dollars. He also he didn't say it, but I read it somewhere today. They're worried if this continues and it's going to because of Biden. Dan, get ready for this. Within a month, America will run out of what? Avocados. Oh, Oh, man. America is going to run out of avocados. Well, we can mock it all that we want. There's just one thing. Super Bowl Sunday. It's not a month. It's a few weeks more than that, right? But it's it's on the cusp of it. Uh Uh-oh. Within a month, Uh avocados. Or best case, there are some... Can you imagine the price, then, of avocado toast and all that stuff? Are, we, are you telling me we might not have guacamole on That's what I mean. There might not are be any me? guacamole on the only Year's. thing avocados are good for. Now, I am uh, praying that it happens because then these people that don't pay attention to anything. What do you mean no avocados? Who's responsible for that? How are they going to blame Trump for the avocado shortage? No, no, no. It's going to go back to the border, and it's going to go back to Biden. So why are they shutting down the rail lines? They're shutting it down because of the crush of people, and they're trying to contain it. If they do that, farm products, et cetera, we're not going to get them. But, man, if it's one principal crop like avocados, I'd love to eat avocados every day, Dan. It's one of the most helpful foods for you. Problem? I'm not putting up with an avocado, watching an avocado row. You think it's ready. We just won't buy them anymore. They're so frustrating. It's like by, by the time right. you finally get them, it's gone. Yeah, exactly. You have to, oh, I forgot for 10 seconds. It's like having a dog or cat or something. How's the avocado looking over there? I think the avocado's okay. No, no, no. Don't eat me yet. <sighs> so good, though. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. That's how I'll get you in. You got something else? Nope. Okay. All that uh, straight ahead. I'm coming to you here. Keep them coming. We, the great... Thing we're looking for. How do they get rid of a character? Henry Blake doesn't count. It wasn't a big thing how they got rid of him. It was more the reaction to it, though. And uh, any outstanding one on Twitter, Dan? Uh, Twitter's been going hot, Dom. It's a great side question for Twitter. Uh, how about, let me make sure this one isn't on here. Um, nope, Jack Bauer surrendering to the Russians in 24. Oh, t- you know what? I, I dropped by that point because I couldn't stand how it went downhill. Yeah, that first season was as good as anything. Uh, I was on nine to noon with Jim. Then we talked about it incessantly. All right, eight five five. Question eight, for you. Yes, I'm sorry. I don't mean yeah. to. So Man- Manrico on Twitter says, bringing up those names from WWDB last hour. Did you work with a Bob Grant? And when he was there, I've always considered him to be a giant of talk radio. He was extremely entertaining. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, on that. no, he was one of the giants, and uh, oh man, particularly in New York, Dan. Get off my phone. I think uh, Mark Levin <laughs> adopted that uh, later on. He was there just about a year or so, I think, before I was. Uh, but it was that type of place. Can you imagine breaking in? This is like Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, <laughs> all in one spot. Dr. Jim Corey at an event. It was a laser thing. And he goes to the doc, doc, let me try the laser here. Can you imagine? I'm standing, what the hell? The ANC. Uh, so what's your problem? You keep uh, referring to it as a terrorist organization. Well, it, it has been a terrorist organization. Have you lived on a plantation, Bob? Have you? No, I haven't. I don't want to. But if I... Just yeah. back and forth. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Old Bob Grant from WABC. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know if anybody with a bigger... It's because Rush never engaged like that with callers. As far as going after a caller and saying stuff, Dan, yeah, Bob Grant... <laughs> I, I did New York radio filling in. I got to tell you, I, you know, you throw, I could throw fastballs when we have people that deserve it. In New York, every second, I was doing afternoon drive, WOR, every car, it's a fight. I mean, it's a fight. <laughs> the ones that differ versus the other. This is like whew, mean city. Yeah. Mean City. And then yeah. you have, like, Mike Francesa who falls asleep with people on the Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome in. We will have, uh, I just saw the smoke from the heavens. Dan will have a Dom's Money Melody today at about 2.13. Yeah. But uh, you can't stop this train. Continues on. I don't, it's not really, should I change it up? Because it wasn't related to Christmas. It's related directly to the side question, but there's no Christmas tie to it. Do you think okay. this is our last show before Christmas we should do another? No, no, I think you already have it done. Let's, right, let's right. do that. Yeah, right. people love that, yeah. It is a good one um, as far as how do you get rid of a character, particularly a beloved character. You know, one of the things that told me, Dan, that 24 was going to be a great show, the end of season one, Kiefer Sutherland, I just, he's been great in a lot of roles, but that is Jack Bauer. That's a character of a lifetime. They kill off his wife, Nina, who was the spy, kills off his wife. In the last two minutes of season one, you don't get rid of a major character, Dan, with two minutes left in the year. Yeah. And it's like, you know what they're saying? You don't know what the hell we might do. That's right. We're killing her off. It's like, <laughs> wow, I got I to gotta watch this next year. That caller number one, it's been said on Twitter a couple of times, but I think it's definitely deserved of a Mount Rushmore answer. Up now? Yeah. Okay. Let's go to uh, Joe in Bordentown. Hey, Joe, welcome in. Greetings, Dom. Uh, greetings, Joe. Uh, this is Zahar again, by the way. Oh, okay. Thank you, Zahar. Uh, I said it on Twitter, too. Great. Thanks for calling in, Joe. Yeah, what okay. happened What happened in your winter residence, Zahar, in, in Russia? I always wondered about the winter palace. <laughs> How'd you end up in Trenton? <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe you should have gone to Miami. I mean, you would, things would have turned out better. Well, the Amber Room disappeared. I don't know what happened to that. <laughs> but, um, anyway, the answer to the side question mm-hmm. would be when uh, Randy Quaid flies his plane into the mothership and says, Hello, boys, I'm back on Independence Day. <laughs> Not too far from the truth with Randy Quaid, as we've been told, right? Yeah. I don't I know, know that. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how much of an acting stretch you need to uh, get into. That, that is a, a really, hero, really good one. Oh, yes, without a doubt. Yeah, we could do a whole thing on. Uh, well, the scene I think of it taking one for the team. Yeah, that's really good. Is at the end of the Dark Knight, when the police chief is telling his son, "We will hunt him, son, because yeah. we have to," yeah. and the music swells and Batman is being. You hear the dogs barking at him, running at him. Now, that is taking one for the team, without a doubt. Um, let's go to, uh, let's go to uh, Robert in Ben Salem, who's been waiting. Merry Christmas, Robert. Thanks for calling. Hey, Dom, Dan. It's good to talk to you guys. And before I uh, say anything, I just want to say I hope you guys have a, an amazing Christmas weekend. Um, well, well, thank you. The highlight mine is going to be, I have this present for Roe. And I will tell you when I come back on Tuesday, we're off on that day. If this isn't the all-time, Robert, then I don't know presents. I've been banking everything on this. This has been a team of experts led by Dan. 
It's like the shedding high. It's like shedding high. It's like the Warren Commission that we brought together here to get to the bottom of this one. They're far and okay. wide. Yes. I assume you know what you're doing because setting a high bar <laughs> as far as expectations with your spouse is a very dangerous thing to do, Dom. I hope you are able to follow through properly. <laughs> well, look, I, you, I'm aware of that, but you know what? I sometimes go nuts and I fly against yeah. the conventions. <laughs> that, uh, that's what I explained. You're exactly right. That's good advice. I don't care on this. I'm The whirlwind is out there. <laughs> you're willing to throw it all to the wind. Oh, yes, yes. You, you were talking about professional uh, athletes that smoked, and I remember Earl the Pearl Monroe was a, was a chain smoker. And Jim Leland, who was a uh, manager for the Pirates for a long time, used to smoke on the bench. And the funny thing about that is they had a player on their team named R.J. Reynolds. Oh, and he's God. sitting on the bench <laughs> next to R.J. Reynolds smoking a cigarette, and the announcer says, well, I'm sure somebody's going to make a joke about that, but it won't be me. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But, but, but imagine this was a great family doctor, Dr. Decina. But, Robert, I look back on him thinking, I don't know now. Or he would say I've stuff. Doctors, great family, I've doctor. priest, I had to, I had to get a B12 shot. And he would say, uh, drop your pants. I mean, it's that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, for my side question, I know it's I'm staying close to home, sort of, but I'm going to stay with the wire because I thought the way Snoop checked out was classic. Um, she said to Mike, when she finds out that he's going to kill her instead of her killing him, she doesn't beg, she doesn't cry, yes. she just says, "Does my hair look okay, Mike?" And he says, <laughs> "You look good, girl." <laughs> and I just thought that was powerful. You know? Oh, that but was anyway. You guys great. have an amazing a- holiday, and I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Robert, very much. What a great guy. Uh, Dan, the scene, too, with Snoop coming in to get the, um, uh, what is it, to, to seal up where they're going to shoot people and the, uh, uh, why am I blanking on the device? To put nails in, the nail gun. Yes. And, the high-powered nail gun. Yeah, the high-powered nail gun. And the guy goes, oh, it'll be about a 1000 bucks. It just takes out 20s. And it's just, right, here's another one. You know what the saddest death I think of the entire series is? Is what? First season. When Stringer decides it's more apparent rather than having him as his, you know, guy oh, under yeah. the Bodie's yeah. wing, uh, decides yeah. to kill off Wallace, Michael yes. B. Jordan's character. Yes. Just so sad. And Bodie has to be the one to pull the trigger. Yeah. Bodie was a very, very good character. Conflicted, character, gaining yeah. um, uh, knowledge of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know. I still think Omar, though, dwarfs every character in there. Omar's in the top ten characters of any TV show that's ever appeared to me. You just can't concoct and an actor like that to pull it off. It's mind-boggling. And Sherrod's death, remember uh, when uh, Bubbles took the kid under his wing and then he right. got into drugs and then he overdosed because Bubbles left out the uh, the heroin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you know, the second best character, probably Bubbles. Oh, great character! Yeah, yeah. yeah. How they great. how they redeem bubbles was beautifully done. All right, uh, yeah, I could say uh, the Wire is the number one show of all time. Arguably, it is. It's it's almost impossible to beat. Yeah, it. it's definitely. Yeah, I, I think it's my number personal number one. Yeah, drama. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. We got room for you. We'll get you uh, on board. We'll get a winner today. Thanks to Captain Chucky's. We love crabcakes dot com. Uh, coming up though, I do want to play a couple of. Uh, imagine no avocados. And throughout the week, next week, we'll look back on the year, and we got a lot of s- sound. It's it's uh, always interesting to put it together. Look back over the year and say, oh yeah. Play that cut again and again and again. What would you say, Dan, the uh, best drop is that people like? Is there one particular that... Of the year? Of the year. Um, yeah. Or in general, yeah. On our show? Yeah. I didn't ask for this. You think it's that, huh? I had I, I have people call in and say that they, they've <laughs> taken that audio, and whenever they get a text message, they have Lindsey Graham saying... I didn't ask for this. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. He is a menace, though. He's out there in the abortion stuff again. He won't stop. He won't go away. And people of South Carolina will send him back again and again and again. There are a couple others, though, that get yeah. frequently used. Yeah. Um, get the name right. D-O-M. That is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and one more that's uh, used often. It didn't happen this year, but we still use it. Probably one of our most frequently used right. drops of the year. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, well, because of the say I messed up here by the friendly back and forth. That was uh, an invigorating, uh, and it, that interview with Cherie Street yesterday was ready to go off the rails, but nothing like Stolzheimer. Yeah, so that's Jack Stolzheimer, uh, yeah. DA down there in Delco, right? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And uh, he he had this one specific instant where it, <laughs> yeah, like, we, we played a clip. I guess we were talking about Stolzheimer becoming the SEPTA person, and uh, be- would that be a good idea, the prosecutor? No, becoming, uh, was he Larry Krasner or not? Yeah. Yeah. But we had a commenter yeah. yesterday say they yeah. just love how much Stolzheimer says the word blogs. Yeah. Uh-huh. You are an error. And what okay. you should probably do is stop reading the Republican blogs and actually look <laughs> at the facts. <laughs> Oh, my dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, any of the Biden things, you could put the top 10 demented things he said at any point over the Give course of Give me a break. Gosh almighty. But he, it just is, it's not sad anymore because he's going to continue to do it. By the way, I do have a um, great list put together. What ifs in 2024 in the election? Biden drops out. Trust me, he's not going to drop out. You know, all these smarter-than-the-room types, oh, I told you so. Biden's not going to drop out. One of the reasons he's not going to dro- drop break. Gosh out almighty. is she's not dropping out, Dr. Jill. No way. They're going to stay there no matter what. 855-839-1210. Get in now with oh, Dom and Dan. Use a lot. Yeah. Doctor. 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 <laughs> doctor. 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 And doctor. All right, and uh, later, later, maybe this hour here, we'll have to. We got our TV guy coming up, but later I'll ask, what's the most asked for of Jim's impressions? I think it's Stern, but I could be wrong. You think so, Dan Stern? I think it's somebody else, someone dearer. To Mark Levin? Nope. No? Merrill Reese. Oh, Merrill Reese? I think it's Stern. And he goes off on Stern because he gets the personality of Stern. I mean, I'm going off a of personal bias. I mean, I had the guy yeah. introduce me at my wedding as Merrill Reese. You oh, know, well, that's okay. Yeah, so yeah. why did you do the Merrill Reese? You thought that's who they would recognize, huh? Well, not only recognize, I, I just, there's such a tie of Merrill Reese. And out of Jim's impressions, he does amazing. Okay. Jim, your yeah. mic's on, by the way. But you do amazing impressions. But the Merrill Reese one sounds so much like Merrill Reese. I, I'm glad you like it when I imitate Merrill Reese. Now. You should do Mallory saying, get the name right, D-O-M. <laughs> Look, I would have done it at the way, and I would have said, you're on once, you're going to get one set of chains. Yeah, you run well, twice, and talking, you're going to get married. See, so, yeah, I would have had a little playoff. quality of, of impression. I would have had a little uh, playoff of the married there, and I would have worked <laughs> yeah. it in. Well, you know, yesterday they had me trying to do a Dom Giordano impression, and it just it just wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. It just was. I'm mean, not do the hand motion. No problem whatsoever. For Wait a minute. Is that, a, over is, the years doing is that it, a Tommy Cutlets uh, reference? Is that an yeah. anti-Italian? That's uh, an anti-Italian oh, reference. Jim. There's no hand use in this show. People Mr. Can Mr. See Kelly, the Irish, too. coming after the Italians. Yeah, I think that's I'm part what it is. Italian. So, oh, okay. and sometimes I talk with my hands as see, well. See, but so. the thing of it is, I don't think I'm using it that much. I mean, it's a very limited usage. It's not your fault, Tom. Okay. I, I haven't seen you do it in a while, but I remember when I first started to work yeah. with you and. We were sitting so close, and you could just see the hands moving. But there was so much going on in those days that, you know, your hands thing, were just all over. The only over thing the I do know, I wear out the knees of jeans, the left knee. Oh, yeah? And I know what so it's So when the Levi's wants to put a hole in their jeans, they just call yeah, it Yeah, yeah, just by rubbing when the motion starts and going back and forth, particularly if it's an agitated point. You yeah. ever think of buying weather jeans just so you already have the holes? No, I hate the hole, and I have one at home. <laughs> it just, but one wears out it. Left, left knee. Tom show with Dan and Jim here at the controls on a Friday right before Christmas. Uh, side questions, real good one. Exiting character. They're dying or leaving the series. How do they get rid of them? What's the scene particularly? You know, telling a story about them. Uh, it's more the scene, I think, that does it. Uh, let's go to uh, Rosalind National Park on Talk Radio 1210. Rosalind, Merry Christmas. Thanks for the wait. What do you have? Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's Fran. I'm looking at the line. I apologize, Fran. That's, that's okay. Merry Christmas, Tom. Merry um, Christmas. My uh, exit is L.A. Law, and thanks to Jim, I um, when I was chatting with him, he told me the character's name. I had forgotten that. Rosalind Shea, played by Diana Moldauer. Okay. She's having a discussion in the hallway 
with Richard Dysart, and they finish the conversation. The elevator opens. She walks in and falls to oh. her death. Oh, no. my God. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah, Ask that's... Jimmy. He knows. All right, that is a that is a good one. Right. Yeah, the elevators. Yeah, elevator scene in um, Speed. That's a good one. Is really good. Yeah. Yeah, but in this one, I think that she was a real witchy attorney or something. Okay. I forget who she played, but apparently yeah. her character is in the hallway. The elevator door opens and she falls to her death. I'm here to report. I interviewed the main character, who was. The L.A. law character. It's uh, Corbin. Uh, Corbin Burnson. Corbin Burnson. Dan, wonderful guy. It was at the Suburban Home Show versus Big P, who tried to have his boys attack me at the Philadelphia Home why, Show. Why are these guys at the home shows? It seems like Comic Con <laughs> guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, well, but Corbin Burnson, Dan, was only at the Suburban Home Show out of Montgomery County, and it was kind of a beat up place. At least Big P was in downtown Philadelphia in a big, you know, in, uh, I, I think, the convention center or something. Where you know, this you got to watch The Sopranos Christmas yeah. the episode where Big P, they're like doing the flashbacks and he's yeah. playing Santa Claus. And he walks in with the bottle in his hand and he's throwing stuff around because they knew that he, he was wired yeah. at that point. I got to say, the Big P incident, what would Dan do if he were there producing? Oh, laugh. What he have stood over top of, I had a producer, Jim, who's on KYW, and a guy bothered me at an event, oh, uh, I think, oh man, when he stood up, and the guy wrinkled and went us outside waiting for the bus. How big is Big P? Uh, he was is about he like 270, 280. Like tall or? No, fat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was six feet. Maybe not. I should yeah. have never Googled his name. That was a horrible decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bosses, yeah. please yeah. don't check my uh, history. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But uh, the son, as I told you, was like a human bowling ball, and he had the open shirt and the chest hair and a giant chain I couldn't take by. No, no. I was ready to say, just to break the tension, hey, where did you get that chain? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want somebody hit me in the back of the neck. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. that's just like. You're on the air. I'm doing a show worried that the guy's going to hit me in the back of the neck and start strangling me. And the security guards come over, big crowd, but nobody gets taken out of there. I don't know how the segment ended, Dan. I wish I had the tape of that. I'd just was... be so starstruck that I would have, have no idea what to do there. Yeah, even I was. Would you expect me to step in and, yeah. you know? Well, I want somebody to. Dan, I got a guy breathing on me behind me. <laughs> this guy, and all I can think of, he's going to curse. I don't want that on the air. I don't want to say his his real name. His character. Can't even say name. his name. Yeah, his character name. You know what? If that's out there anywhere, I'd love to hear what was said and what was it's not. It be was, around yeah, it's it was uh, pretty tense. Vincent how, Pastor. How, how, what do you yeah. think that was? Two thousand. We were still in the old station at yeah. that point in time, so it's got to be around two thousand four, two thousand five. I think so. Yeah, something like that. that. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, exactly. All right, our buddy Gary in Newtown. Gary, Merry Christmas. How you doing? Yo, Gary. It sounds like an airport action maybe. Gary sounds like he's at the home show. Uh, Michael and Clayton Dan's got a good one. Then we'll go to Scott Chronic here. Uh, Let's go to Michael. Hey, Michael, good afternoon. This is on my list. I'm glad I didn't say it yet. Yeah, good afternoon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Michael. Uh, hey, Michael, movie, is, is Clayton, New Jersey, still the smallest municipality in New Jersey? I don't know about the smallest, but uh, 
I know we had uh, some of the lowest property taxes in the state. <laughs> well, that's good. I think it is the they, tiniest, yeah. But they just got done reassessing everybody, and a lot of people's property tax or assessment doubled. Uh, we, don't, uh, we don't know what the rate's going to okay. be. Well, I'm glad you told me, Dan. Put them on the naughty list for 2024. Clayton, New Jersey's got some explaining to do. I have to look <laughs> into this. My eyes turn it over toward Jersey. Who do you have, Michael? I have uh, the, in the movie Total Recall 2. Um, I don't know the name of the character, but it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger. They slowly lower him into a, a vat of yes. molten level to melt him down. Yes, that's Terminator 2. He takes it's one for the team. Recall, All the yeah. No, it's Terminator 2. Yeah. yeah they had it yeah. queued up, dude. There you go. Yeah. 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 Some theme music for... Oh, that's great. great uh, Terminator... Great right off. The first Terminator is good, Dan. But, but Terminator 2 has everything, particularly Linda Hamilton's character, is even more malevolent. I mean, my God, she's good. She's still doing it, too, in, like, current Terminators. Yeah? Yeah. They really... Uh, that's the first female character they really pumped up, kind of, um, you know, for the role and all. She she looks... You think of her in Terminator as the waitress, then think of her in Terminator 2. <laughs> There's quite a progression there. All right, coming up, Scott Cronick, our TV guy with us. Also, Dan, I see the real Guido is checking in here. Uh, We'll get to him, too, coming up. And uh, Dom's Money Melody. Dom time every other week. Our entertainment director from Atlantic City, Scott Cronick, joins us here on the Dom Show. Might be a shootout here, Dan. Might be a little bit of back and forth first time with Scott. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Let's go to Scott. Uh, hey, Scott. I love a good fight. All right, Scott. Well, welcome in. It's a festivist for the rest of us. You will not be allowed to leave until one of us is pinned here, just like the Costanzas. Scott, do you have your festivist pull up? Weren't you a supporter at one point? Uh, was I where? The quarter? Yeah. No, no, no. Weren't you a <laughs> festivist pull guy? Weren't you uh, celebrating festivist? Oh. I thought you had a festivist party one year at one point. No, no, no. That's not. I might look like George Costanza, but I'm not. A, I'm not <laughs> okay. George Costanza. All yeah, right. Well, right. now Dan tells me you're in love with the uh, maestro, uh, Leonard Bernstein. I don't know if you say Stein or Steen. I've mixed up both of them here. Of uh, the preferred, and I, you know, I've been a bit distracted. A lot of stuff uh, getting ready for you know professionally, and I watched it large parts of it. And I was let down a little bit. Uh, the chain smoking was oh. like overwhelming to me. Listen, as as usual, Dan is wrong. Uh, okay. I am. Uh, I did not fall in love with it. I, I actually was really disappointed in it. And I was really looking forward to it. Uh, and uh, I, I'm actually a Bradley Cooper fan. And he was talking. I was, you know, I listened to him on Howard Stern about the project and a bunch of other places. And it just seems so passionate about it. I was really like, oh, my God, this is a guy's passion project. It's going to be an unbelievable film. And, Dom, I, I was bored uh, to tears, yes. number one. And, and number two, I thought that it was a little bit of, uh, for someone who's trying to play, I thought it was a bit of a, aloof. Like, I feel like they like you didn't really dig deep into, into, into him as I thought they would. Like, I don't know. It was a very odd depiction, I think, of him. And, uh, I guess he was a chain smoker and all that stuff. That that didn't bother me, but I, I thought his performance was a little annoying after a while. Like I, I, I didn't buy into it, believe it or not. And uh and I was really disappointed in it. And I, I do like some of the choices he made. I like, you know, that he filmed a lot of the past stuff in black and white mm-hmm. and, and how this and, and I love the style of it and I think the depictions of the eras that he was uh representing as he as he as he kept, you know, advancing in age. I thought all that was brilliantly done and I really thought uh, probably the best part is when he when he does that six minute um, conduct conduction, you know, of that of that symphony uh, toward the end of the movie, and he really did that. Like Bradley Cooper studied that for I forget mm-hmm. to make sure that he was able to do that, and it was really brilliant and really well done. But I thought overall, Don, I, I was I was bored, dude. I agree. I, I don't I, know about well, you. That, that, no, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to convey to you, and I was really let down. I didn't even get through the '50s period piece. You know, later on. Rightly or wrongly, he was caught up in uh, kind of a nonsensical progressive stuff uh, with wild groups. He became identified with that. Not that he was overly doing. I don't know if they show that in the film later on. 
yeah, I, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I don't remember. I, I, okay. I, I think at some point I was zoning out a little bit. I, I'm going to be honest with you. And that's part of the problem maybe with me watching uh, big uh, feature movies on uh, on TV at home sometimes. Like if they're not engaging me, I kind of yeah. stray off a little bit. I might be looking at my phone here and there. You know, I, In the movie theater, I don't do that. You I know? couldn't be more theater, in I sync. I'd like to fight with you for a good radio. I can't fight. I, I'm You encapsulate <laughs> I really like, I get the guy's genius, bigness. The name is nobody can dominate like that. Dan had something. Yeah, despite you guys both uh, disliking it, uh, you you said that it's a potential Oscar hopeful, Scott. And there's a lot of claims of, like, anti-Semitism and all because of the nose nose. that he was wearing. And and even through all that, you think that this film is artsy enough and crappy enough, essentially, to be an Oscar nominee? I do, and because and, he's already gotten some Golden Globes nods. And, and again, I, I can't say that I hated it. I just think that it's uh, – and I think it's that Oscar kind of movie where people feel like, oh, it's artsy, it's good. And in, in this case, that's not the case. Like, it's, it is artsy, but it's not that good. Like when Roma came out on Netflix a couple of years ago, and that was supposed to be this big Oscar, for, that was artsy and good, right? And, and I got that. But this one I think is artsy, and it's okay. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's okay. We're going to see that conflict on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever the TV, you know, as the Oscars come up, Scott, where some of the critics have to do that. I'm glad you're not one of them. And the the general public is not going to be enamored with this. I don't see it. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you the other one, the uh, May December, which is also on Netflix. That came out. Uh, a brilliant director, Todd Haynes, who I, I'm a, I love Todd Haynes' work in the past. Uh, um, he, he made Dark Falls last time. I was out with uh, uh, mm-hmm. just a great movie, uh, as well as some other things in the past that he's done. And I'm a big fan. And this is already getting Golden Globe nominees for Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. And uh, I forget the main uh, supporting actor. And it's about... Uh, based on a true life story of a woman who uh, has a 20 some year old woman who has an affair with a seventh grader, eventually marries him. Uh, and then Natalie Portman plays a, an actress who comes to their home to study them so that she can depict them on uh, in a movie uh, correctly after she does some undercover work and what she does and, and how her, her, her insertion into their lives affects, uh, affects things. And again, I was really excited, loved Todd Haynes and it was quirky and artsy and all that stuff. But again, Boring. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> times. And no, I, uh, I love a lot of the choices yeah. the director made and hated a lot of the choices the director made, including a very ambiguous and not very satisfying ending. Uh, Scott, what do we have upcoming, either TV, film, entertainment, something? Uh, I have a Scott specific Chronic question. I'm, for I'm, yeah, I'm dropping yeah. this on you, Scott. I yeah. apologize. But I'm just genuinely curious. Have you checked out Timothy Chalamet and Wonka yet? Because it's getting really good critical reviews, and I was not expecting that. No, my wife made me promise that I'll wait for her to go see that. We'll probably see it over the holidays. My, uh, but a really good friend I trust uh, said he liked it, and uh, uh, and he's been, everything is good. But it does look a little hokey for me. But you know what? That's fine for a nice Christmas family movie. I'm sure it's. I'm uh, all the people that I know that have seen it have said it. It's it's worth checking out. Okay, uh, coming up. Absolutely. What's the number now, one thing on your list, Scott? Big weekend for movies. I want to see Ferrari starting Adam okay. Driver and directed by Michael Mann. That's at the top of my list because I love both of those, uh, uh, that actor and director. Uh, Aquaman, I am not looking forward to that in the least bit. I think it's going to be awful. Uh, I, I read somewhere that said it was good, but not as good as the first one. And the first one was horrendous, so I can't imagine uh, how oh, bad I Aquaman have a quote from a critic is. here, Scott. Okay. Uh, quote, some films are so stupid you can wear in, or swear individual brain cells are dying as you watch them. Then there's Aquaman and the Lost <laughs> Kingdom during which it felt like my entire clumps of gray matter were giving up the gig in disgust and abseiling out of my ears. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's awesome. Uh, tonight uh, uh, debuted, uh, or last night debuted, the new Zack Snyder movie called Rebel Moon. It's basically uh, the Star Wars movie that uh, Star Wars wouldn't approve him to make. Also getting horrendous reviews, but it's on Netflix, so I'll, uh, I'll eventually watch that as well. And then there's, uh, I can't remember the uh, movie off the top of my tongue. I don't know why I can't remember, but it stars uh, Willem Dafoe, who's one of my favorite actors, and it's getting all kind of Oscar uh, um, uh, buzz already. No Golden Globe nominee. Uh, Dan, you could probably help me with the quick Google search, but poor it started things, today poor as things. well. What, uh, yes, poor things. Uh, it's supposed to be excellent. Uh, excellent. I'm really looking forward to that okay. as well. So lots of good stuff to check out uh, for this holiday season, including a new George Clooney movie that I didn't know about that my mother told me about. Uh, that apparently uh, looks pretty good, too. Uh, what's going on in Atlantic City with you? 
Atlantic City, we're getting ready for New Year's Eve. Uh, of course, uh, this is the town. You come celebrate New Year's Eve where, where you go. It's a big party at Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. We have the deal of the century, uh, $50 for a four-hour open bar from 8 to 12, a DJ. And then we even have a beat-the-clock thing going from 5 to 8 for 5 bucks. So I hope people come visit us on Tennessee Avenue for New Year's Eve. Have a great one, Scott. Thank you. Thanks for a great year. Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, guys. All right, Scott Chronic with us. Uh, Dom's Money Melody uh, coming up. Crossing broad, Dan said the Eagles are over. The Phillies, uh, we were talking billion dollars for two players with the Dodgers. They say we only have one shot at a championship. It's a little offbeat. I'll tell you what that championship is. Not exactly in the world of sports. Uh, That's coming up here. And Dom's Money Melody and your calls on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.